The Hard Shoulder with Kieran Cuddy with Nissan on News Talk. You're welcome back to the show. Jer Gilroy is with me from Off the Ball. Uh, Jer, uh, Phil Mickelson has been speaking about uh, the Ryder Cup captaincy. Actually, let's take a little listen to that. I've had 12, 13 opportunities to be a part of the Ryder Cup. Uh, 12 as a player, one as a vice captain, and I've loved every minute of it and cherished those moments and those ex- life experiences. I don't feel I'm the right guy to be involved with the team because I'm a very divisive uh, character right now, if you will. And uh, I understand that uh, that the players on the PJ Tour, there's a lot of hostilities towards me, and I don't feel I'd be the best leader for them uh, going forward. I think that as a Ryder Cap- Cup captain, you have to be kind of a unifier and have these relationships uh, solidified and somebody that um, – you know, you you want to follow, and right now uh, I've been very divisive, and, I, and and I'm okay with that. I knew that was going to be the case. One cannot help but think of Churchill's great line about two peoples com- separated by a common language. We say divisive. I was going to say they always say divisive I, over there, and we they, say divisive here. Yeah, I've heard they, them say divisive before. I, he's the first person I've ever heard. Oh no, they do. Yeah, right. Divisive. Well, that's why that's why he's annoying me today, Phil. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Add that to the list. <laughs> Anyway, it, I know it's hard, but if you can avoid just getting sucked into that uh, issue about how to pronounce the word divisive and uh, focus on everything else he said. So he's acknowledged that the Ryder Cup is probably not for him. Uh, I suspect he still wants to be a player on the team at some point, maybe. his form. Would he be good enough? No, his form isn't good enough. And sure, how would we know, really, at the moment? Until the deal is done between the Saudi Arabians, the owners of Liverpool and the... Uh, PGA Tour, until that deal is finalised, we don't know what the global tour is going to look like. You have Rory McIlroy talking to anybody and everybody at the moment and he's put forward the notion of a world tour this week. Uh, More than likely, there's going to be a PGA Tour swing, a little bit of a a live tour and then everybody comes together for the majors. Um, It's kind of, well, look to be on the cards. Was it a Freudian slip there that you described as the owners of Liverpool, you said? Uh, No, no, no. So the, the, the owners of Liverpool are Fenway Sports. yeah. And so what do they do with this? They they've invested. They're on the they're the third party. They're the beard for the Saudi money. So in America, right when the Saudi money was coming in, yeah. Uh, many, oh, sorry. Many yes. Golf loving Republicans were sitting like, well, hang on a second. I mean, okay, we we gave them planes to escape the country. We need some sort of charade that we, we can buy into. They can't have our golf. Okay. What? Um, so Fenway invested. Yeah. And they they have signed okay. the head of agreement to be the acceptable intermediary broker partner in this. So there's going to be a tripartite. God, I had forgotten that altogether. I just talked I like about the golf politics. Yeah. So so okay. So uh, they're involved. The Saudis are involved. PGA Tour involved. And they're all going to live happily together and make eventually. Yeah. And we thought it would have happened by now, did we? We, we certainly, when the, remember the news broke last year and you and I talked about it, oh my God, there's a deal been done behind the scenes. Yeah. I mean, that was That's slight overstating of the case, was it? Massively, yeah. But what it did do was it flushed the rest of the interest from other parties out and it brought a degree of peace. And then to try and speed up the negotiations, Liv went back and poked John Ram for between 300 and 500 million and uh, now everybody realises that this is this is over. Like essentially McElroy as well this week was like the future involves Saudi Arabia yeah. and the, um, the PIF, the Public Investment Fund, which is a handy website, Saudi Arabia. And so there's something is going to happen with this. Phil Mickelson was obviously the leader of this whole thing from the player's perspective. It was Greg Norman behind the scenes with the highest profile player that they roped in from the start 
was Phil Mickelson who famously referred to Saudi as scary mother effers. And uh, now, if if that deal and that piece breaks out, then everybody who was previously unavailable to play for the Ryder Cup will suddenly surely come back into yeah. it. Because you want the best players playing at the Ryder Cup, otherwise it's uh, two weakened teams and we know they're weakened teams. Um, so listen, the temptation then is to kind of get lost in the politics and what has Maury McElroy said and why is he softening his cough and what is the tour going to look like and what will the schedule be and will you sign up to one tour and the other? Will you be able to play with one or the other? I mean, the bigger issue is that uh, the Saudis will have essentially bought one of the big sports in the planet. Not that big, but it's it is a big sport. It's a it's a it's a sport that certainly gets way more coverage uh, than, than people, people watch. Yeah, that's true. I saw those figures. Uh, the one hundred and thirty first most watched TV yeah. event or sporting event in the states this year was the Masters. Yeah, the golf, the, the economics of golf are, are curious, but it's a bunch of rich people deciding that this is important. Yeah, it's a little bit like the bloodstock industry in many ways, and but uh, but that's how value works. It's just people deciding. I mean, if people decided gold wasn't important anymore, it would drop in value. It's just that people perceive an importance in it. Uh, so, uh, so with gold, there is actually the original, actual rare metal, right? There is there is a tangible thing. With golf, it's like, I like having access to people who are good at something. It's, it's very intangible. Yeah, it's, a, it's, a, it's an intangible asset rather than the tangible, but there's still value is still a contrived we're really getting down a rabbit hole here now uh, concept to a degree I would agree with you largely I, I think yeah fair enough I, on a decorative metal it'd your, be different if it was iridium your, your bitcoin or uh, cobalt uh, version of this I think is okay yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> but it, it will be interesting to see if the value of golf maintains at where it is at the moment because it was in danger of never having the best players playing against each other if you've got breakaway tours. Mm. And I think everybody realised that. So we need to see John Ram going up against Roy McIlroy, going up against uh, Dustin Johnson or whoever the next Dustin Johnson is. And uh, there, there's a significant potential for that not to happen if a deal doesn't get finalised and, and get done. And uh, at that point, it can continue to be the 131st most watched, mm. but the uh, cost of the tickets... And the access for the most, the top seven bankers and the top seven yeah. insurance agents and the top seven, you know, uh, Fortune 500 companies who all want their golf day with a uh, superstar. What will the Saudis come for next in the sporting sense? Uh, well, they've, they're obviously football is yeah. the main thing and they've got the um, World Cup. So a lot of people who probably aren't paying that much attention to football calendars are unaware that the next Club World Cup is going to be a full tournament with groups of four teams who play each other three mm. times. Exactly the same replica as the World Cup, yeah. except it's going to be for clubs and it's going to be in Saudi Arabia and more than likely there's going to be at least two Saudi Arabian teams who are playing in that competition. So you'll see Chelsea because they recently won the, the uh, European Cup, Manchester City, Barcelona, Real Madrid... Juventus, Paris Saint-Germain, all in Saudi Arabia for a month of football, which everybody will watch from start to finish. It'll be on, again, a similar good time zone as uh, Qatar. And that's going to be the, all oh, right, Saudi Arabia really serious about football. And then the yeah. actual World Cup is going to happen uh, a couple of years after that as well. So, um, but, uh, you know, Saudi Arabia have invested uh, gazillions in art. I think the, the investment in art dwarfs the investment in sports so far, at least that was the case about a year ago. Horse racing has obviously been a massive investment in Ireland from Saudi Arabian funds. Yeah. Stretching back generations at this stage. Um, we were happy to take the money and didn't say anything about anything. Mm. Sure, why would we? Why would we? Yeah, that, exactly. That seems to be the don't ask, don't tell culture that exists. Um, I, I want to talk about 
kind of sport here and Champions Cup being back and everything in, in a moment but just one more um, US sporting story it's funny I consider golf a US sporting story it's where all the big money is uh, in golf uh, Bill Belichick has left the New England Patriots yeah so this is the Brian Cody moment really uh, and, and like Cody kind of had been on the on the yeah. cards for a few years and like Cody was he really the brains behind the operation or was it all Shefflin's success yeah or or yeah uh, there was definitely many... Ah, that's unfair. People. But as in, you know, how much of it was Brian Cody, how much of it was the players, and how much of it was Bill Belichick, and how much of it was Tom Brady? Well, obviously, Brady did go off and have success on his own, which is very important now from Brady's perspective that he picks the next job correctly so he can also have success post the Patriots and go, well, I'm, you know, I was, I was at least an equal part in this. Um, so they won six Super Bowls, which is unprecedented. Nobody's ever done that before. Very unlikely that anybody's going to ever be able to do that again just with the, the way the game goes and the age profile of, that you would need to be maybe Patrick Mahomes gets there but um, the the owner is like in his 80s at this stage Robert Kraft yeah and they had a, a 10 minute press conference where they both seemed relatively happy I suspect that they paid him up for his last year of his contract and have given him freedom of contract and have not asked for anything in return they could have they could have had an acrimonious divorce where they were saying you're no longer working for us uh, but if anybody wants you to work for them they have to pay us Mm. And they have to take over your contract and they have to trade us some draft capital. So, uh, but it's an incredible career. Like, yeah. at, at the end of these careers, you end up thinking about the last couple of years, but really you need to think about, uh, so Belichick signed for the New York Jets who were in the same division and then resigned from the Jets on a napkin and joined the Patriots who were their most hated rivals and who were terrible before that and then proceeded to win six Super Bowls while basically never losing to the Jets in any important game, maybe one important playoff game over a 20-year period. So the whole city of New York and the whole city of Boston where the Patriots are, Boston was able to look down at them and squash them and go, you are nothing when it comes to football. So yeah, an interesting character. Um, I did mention Champions Cup. Uh, so it is back this weekend. Leinster hosts Stade Francais at the Aviva on Saturday evening, earlier on Saturday. Munster have a game against Toulon. It's away. They have to win it. Basically, at this stage, yeah, okay, yeah. I, I, there is a there is a losing bonus point or a draw bit where because of this weird convoluted tournament, and other teams could lose. But like, fair enough, you can limp into the competition and maybe after the Six Nations when you get your players back. But really, just for their own sense of what the season is and what the possibilities are, you can't limp into that. It's just extending the the misery. They yeah. have to put in a performance at least and show that they are the well coached team. We know they are. And that injury ravage. They have enough players who understand what their job is to be able to do the things they're supposed to do. Like um, Alan Quinlan on Off the Wall Breakfast a couple of weeks ago referred to the line out as AIL stuff. He had to roll back from it. Uh, people from the AIL were like, hang on a second, we're really good. <laughs> but it's it's in that ballpark, you know. I know what you mean, yeah. Yeah. All right. Uh, so listen, they're both on uh, on Saturday, Saturday evening as well. Ulster uh, host Toulouse, and then uh, Connacht uh, are away to Lyon as well. Uh, the uh, full roundup of the provinces in the Champions Cup. Jerry Gilroy, thank you very much. The Hard Shoulder with Kieran Cuddy with Nissan weekdays from four on News Talk.